Welcome to another episode of the Coffee Roaster Warm Sessions podcast. Let's go. Uh, are we both out of town this week? Uh, no, I me. Think so. Me or you? Um, I think our trips will over overlap for a few days. Um, yeah. Yeah. This week, where 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 are you going this week? I'm going to Guatemala. Oh, really? Yeah. That's. Oh, that's right. That's coming up. That's in I January. Guess, For some reason, I, wait, I was thinking I guess, February. I guess it depends. Oh, wait. We have another, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. another week. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm so out of town not. next week or oh. this week. I don't know. It depends on when this episode is going to air because I don't <laughs> know when this episode is going to air. Anyways, yeah. you'll be gone. I'll be gone for mm-hmm. a week. Um, so we're recording double episodes to make sure there's some content for yeah. the folks out there. Yeah. Um, where are you going? Give us a little uh, rundown. Doing uh, tasters in Houston, a qualifier, nice. and then straight from Houston flying to Chicago for the opening of Solaway Coffee. It's a client I've been, we've been consulting for for close to a year now, and they're finally open up doors. Super exciting. So if you're in the Chicago area, I'll probably be around the cafe anywhere from the 20th to the 23rd. I fly out on the 24th. Um, or probably a 21st, 22nd, 23rd for sure. So if you want to stop by the cafe, come see me, come say hi in Chicago. It'll be open. Cool. Um, I'll be there most likely. I mean, that's, that's the plan. That's, I already have my tickets, have my Airbnb. So I'll, I'll be there. But if you're in Chicago, give a shout because we can, uh, at least say hi, not hang. We'll see. Yeah. Feel like, uh, it'll be, uh, other than. A few shops it'll probably be a really tasty it'll shop. be a tasty one yeah yeah so, so it's gonna be, it'll be a nice addition yeah to the chicago and the design the cafe layout the space everything yeah. is looking really good so i'm, I'm super pumped on it nice yeah. that's lovely well yeah i'll be going back to guatemala not for origin uh causes um but yeah gonna be out there doing some video work nice i'm um, gonna do that pretty been doing that for the last four or five years or so yeah um feels weird been there a handful of times so yeah um that's pretty dope yeah but alrighty, let's uh let's pour some batchy oh wait i still have some uh, leftover batch i need From, to dump give me one minute yeah go for it yeah well we have uh another ethiopia um on batch today from a local roaster well uh Mm. Same grind size? No, I want coarser. Gotcha. Just a just a few just a like few. micro steps. Yeah. Uh, this batch is much warmer. It's, it's much warmer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is dope. Yeah. So maybe it just needs a warm up batch. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. It could be. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's like noticeably yeah warmer. I mean, I like it. Thoughts? Um, <clears throat> it's. Are we gonna reveal who this roaster is or no? Yeah. Okay. Why? I mean, I'll just be honest. I preferred ours. Really? Yeah. I actually quite a bit. Um, I wish I wish we just ground ground coarser. Yeah. Um, on on our batch, that's why I went coarser this mm-hmm. time because I was like, well, same coffee, same ish coffee. Yeah. Um, but maybe it'll taste better coarser, which I think it does. Um, in terms of. It's it definitely feel tastes a little better extracted than yeah, the yeah, last yeah, one. Yeah. Um, as for coffee wise, oh, 
florals as well. Uh, got a little bit of like f like a like a dark fruit berry action going on there. It's got um, it's got like a cacao aftertaste in my opinion, like a dark chocolate aftertaste. It's okay. I'm not like I'm not hyper hyped about this one, but I still man, I actually think it's it's kind of close. In the, in the same direction as ours, like it's it has that kind of like that lemony, maybe grapefruit esque stuff going on, light berries. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm. I don't. It's it's definitely not like an outstanding Ethiopian, but mm. it's just it's just a solid, fine. yeah, solid coffee. What's on yeah. what's on the flavor notes there that they have? Uh, berries, floral, stone fruit. <laughs> well, well. Wow. Yeah. Call me a Q grader. I'll, I'll, I'll be over here. <laughs> yeah, cup taster there. Yeah, let's you know. go. Let's go. Nice. Not bad. Um, not bad. Yeah, so I mean I think I think it's it's spot on. It's just not like yeah. super insane. Um yeah. but that all being said, that is uh an Ethiopian washed from Woods Coffee Roastery. Mm -hmm. Um and uh there's solid coffee. Yeah, solid. That's yeah. You, yeah. You, I don't think it's something that I think people would expect from them. Yeah. But I mean, if you like are like in a pinch and need a coffee and you go mm -hmm. by, like I wouldn't be upset with that. Yeah. So totally. Yeah. It's it's not. Again, it's just that mid range coffee for me. It's not. I'm not super impressed, but I'm also not mad. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to throw this in a blind cupping. I didn't see you choose. You this. should. Amongst all of the gods, you should do it. I'm always down for that. I wish they'd submit to you. Know, that'd be wild. <laughs> I love that. That would be so wild. And stump everybody and just yeah. oh man, shred. Yeah. I don't know how many people got that, but yeah, that'd be if you wild. got it, you got if it. If you got it, you got but it. But man, I'm not gonna repeat it. It cools like I don't know, dude. Cools like coffee. <laughs> I'm out of here. Sergi's doing this podcast episode by himself. <laughs> I'm out of here. <sighs> Speaking of big coffee okay. companies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I was going to let you riff off of my little transition there. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of big coffee companies, the Woods is like a decent sized yeah. coffee yeah. company, um, which is kind of like what I would call like a baby La Cologne. Yeah, that's not bad. Like a baby, baby. Yeah. Like La Colombe is like massive, massive. Yeah. This is like a baby version of La Colombe, mm -hmm. and La Colombe is like a staple in the East Coast. Probably, you know, outside of like the heavy hitters of like you have Passenger in Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. say in New York. You know, those La Cabra, those like really heavy hitters. Yeah. Outside of that, I remember when I was in Philly, um, it was like a solid option. Dang, that I've never you, had that them. you can yeah. find, like they they have like multiple set, a handful of locations yeah. um, that are kind of somewhat easy to find. So, mm -hmm. anyways, um, yeah, this so La Colombe just got bought out by Chobani, yeah, the yogurt, yogurt. alternative milk brand, yeah. um, which uh, probably not to there's probably a, a handful of people that this is not news, yeah, but for me it like took me by surprise and right. added an insane insane number in my opinion it's insane 
for the size that La Colombe is. Right. It was bought out for $900 million. Yeah. Almost won 990, was it? Or almost 900 $1 billion. Almost $1 billion. That's insane. That, that, that's like, you guys, this is a coffee company. Yeah. <laughs> that roasts coffee and has cafes. This is not like a, again, not like a tech, yeah. tech company, just it's literally a marketing like a, firm, like a, yeah. a small chain. Yeah. And by small, I mean, it's nowhere probably near the chain of like Dutch bros or Starbucks. I think those are bigger. Yeah. But man, 900 mil is insane. Yeah. It's wild because that puts things in perspective when you think about just how many, uh, how much coffee has grown economically, uh, how trying i'm not putting my words together right but how much economic value is in coffee in the united states mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. because they you know, remember when blue bottle sold that was a big deal right like, right blue bottle sold to nestle right yeah i think so right and yeah. then uh intelligentsia as well didn't intelligentsia sell so one of the some of those big companies that sold and that that was also a pretty big acquisition to think that a coffee company has that much value on the market but then again it's not surprising because coffee in general has a massive global market so there has to be money in it and if someone builds a dynasty like blue bottle or la Colombe, that's a that makes sense but at the end of the day it's a billion dollars it's a ton of money that's a ton of money and put that in you know perspective another different perspective is coffee companies yeah. are going out of business left and right as well right so not everyone gets that big massive sale right that's tough there's like two very big yeah. there's a very big spectrum there's a very big scale yeah well uh we'll just let everybody let uh, let that number sink in for everybody one billion dollars that's literally an, that's an ungodly amount yeah for a coffee company yeah which is like i don't know it's like good news i think depends mm -hmm. and i know some people are um this can this can get like i'm sure some people listening to this will be like dude no yeah and then some people a few will be listening and be like yeah in the sense of um like, I think Blue Bottle got a bad rep for selling out to Nestle, yeah. especially a company like Nestle. Yeah. Even though, um, I believe I just looked it up. Blue Bottle sold in 2017 for 500 million. Whoa. So that's six that's years a ago. Great deal. For 500 million. Yeah. And yeah, it, it may be selling out, especially mm -hmm. to a company like Nestle. But at the same time, man, to build a coffee company of that size and operation is a lot of freaking work. Yeah. That is like you are crushing. And not only that is not only is it a lot of work, that takes skill. Like, I don't care who you are, if you can build a company the size of Blue Bottle and sell for five hundred million mm -hmm. or even nine hundred, like La Colombe that takes skill yeah. like you have to be freaking good at it yeah um and honestly i think as much as it may sound like selling out even though fun fact like blue bottle 
still s- s- roasting and selling COE coffees, right? Despite being sold out to Nestle, mm-hmm. they're they're roasting might not fit your your style, mm-hmm. but they are selling COE coffees. Um, I think what La Intelligencia. I think if I'm not mistaken, you can correct me. They they bring out some of the best baristas in the game. Yeah, at least used to. Yeah, or used to. I, I don't know if they still do. Yeah, yeah. And they're still they're still I think roasting. Also, they have a few COEs every once in a while. Yeah. throughout the year. Like that's even though it sounds like, um, yeah, I I lost track where I was going, but where I was I think where I was going with that is that, um. Like even though these big companies are selling out to these bigger monster brands, yeah, they're still serving really high end coffees. Um, but then at the end of the day, it, I can see why it would be luring to just like this is what you put your whole life in for. Yeah, it makes sense that you'd want to get a yeah. return for that. Like you build something beautiful that adds value to the world. Yeah, yeah you should. Des- you deserve to. Yeah, pocket a, a bill. I mean, fair, fair. No, you no, probably fair. yeah. Financial for, compensation is for, important. For the record, you fact. guys, the owner of La Colombe, I guarantee you, did not get anywhere near a bill. Yeah, he probably ended up of with course. like three hundred and fifty million dollars yeah. after taxes yeah. and after yeah all the. Yeah. Of course, I mean, <clears throat> the hard part is also putting that in the context of small mom and pop cafes going out, or I'm not going to mention the name some big importing companies filed uh class 11 bankruptcy mm-hmm. recently um even folks that we've worked with before are struggling um to keep their importing companies alive so there's this big tension where you see a sale like that and you're like oh there's money in the industry and right. then you hear about companies going out of business and bankruptcies and you're like wait is the industry like going downhill is it climbing like what's the verdict right it's really hard to read both news because it puts you in a weird space where you're like in limbo like hey will one day we have to file for bankruptcy will we make it or will we be some of the folks who sell you know a multi-million dollar company um but i think i think the big question is with that, oh, also, uh, forget to uh, can't forget to bring up uh, La Marzocco sold sixty one percent of their shares today to um, who was it? DeLonghi. DeLonghi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, exactly. DeLonghi is like the like the, what? I'm sorry if you like DeLonghi, sure, to each their own. But yeah. it's like the most, it's yeah. like the lo- most low key jankiest. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just don't have anything good to say about him. I also don't have very much experience with them, so I'm like, hey, to each their own. Yeah. Forget, like, don't don't come yeah. after me. Yeah. Ins- everyone's entitled to their own yeah. opinion. Even though I, I believe that La Marzocco will still be operated. This with the same people, the same infrastructure, all of that. It's just a money thing. So the question is, are these big sales actually good for the industry? Do they actually, what's, what's the role of sales like that? Are you asking me? Yeah. That's, I'm asking (laughs) everyone listening, you. Yeah. Um, thoughts. Yeah. I think a few things come to mind. Um, Oh, not to also, you know, I want to backpedal a little bit. Also, mm-hmm. a few years ago when Breville bought out Barazza. Right. And that was like an interesting acquisition because that was like right at kind of near the beginning of COVID. And they bought out Barazza, which kind of left people saying, thinking like, man, is Barazza going to go to trash or not? Mm-hmm. I mean, a few years later, 
I personally still think Bratz is crushing it. Yeah. I st- they may not be, you know, the next flashiest grinder, DF64 niche or whatever. Yeah. But they still make one hell of, of, of a grinder. Yeah. Um, but then on top of that, their customer service is excellent. They they still do stuff really, really well. Um, they're just under now a parent company. But from my understanding, a lot of the same ownership and uh, CEOs and stuff like that kind of remained. Yeah. So where I think, I'm going to take the beneficial side of this, where I think it's beneficial is that, A, a bigger company like Breville has their own infrastructure, their mm-hmm. own manufacturing um connections their own um ways of doing things Mm -hmm. but also um it seems like i would assume that they also have much more resources at hand than say somebody like baratza who's still like a good-sized company but Mm -hmm. they're not probably as massive as breville and so it's almost like if you were to have somebody who's more experienced than you who's bigger than you has more resources access than you come in let you keep doing your stuff but almost like put you under steroids so you can do things even better. Yeah. And on the flip side, I also think like in the scope of this acquisition with Breville and Baratza is that now, I mean, even on your Breville that you got, that you won, there's that little sticker that says, hey, this is a Baratza grinder in here. Yeah. That that gets me pumped. I'm excited about that. Yeah. And I, to me, that's cool because... Not only does Baratza still crushing doing the grinders, Breville's still putting out cool, like, home-heavy machines. Yeah. But now when you put them together, which probably wasn't as possible or sustainable before, mm-hmm. now that collab could happen, and now you ended up with an even better, better. machine right. at not much higher of a cost. Right. So for the consumer, that's there's a lot of wins involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, a lot of the times the bad rep from these big sales comes to, oh, they just want to make more money, so the product quality is going to go down. They're just going to try to scale, 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 grow it, make more money, and quality go down. I mean, hearing you talk about it, I'm like, I really hope that happens to La Marzocco. Like, I hope just the influx of finances, maybe some moves, and they continue to crush and create even better product mm-hmm. maybe lead to some innovation we've already talked about the new uh things they've done with uh, malconing hopefully stuff like that continues to go and we see companies like Lamarzoco grow that's mm-hmm. the goal like and if that's the case if people are investing if you're looking at it from more or less a perspective of oh they just got an investment and they're gonna like blow up. I'm totally for that. I, I think that's awesome. La Marzocco is one of my favorite espresso or probably the favorite espresso machine I've ever worked behind. Mm-hmm. So I would wanna just see that continual growth. That's the only thing that really worries me is will the quality of the product, will that change? And I, I'm not saying that it's always for the better. Yeah. I'm not, I, I know I mentioned a lot of that, but it's we've definitely there's definitely been acquisitions that have happened in the past mm-hmm. that they just get over in over their head yeah. it it ends up hurting the, both companies yeah. even more like that's definitely a possibility yeah um and just because i also just said delongi is janky <laughs> uh i'm concerned for la Marzocco. yeah but uh so there, there's definitely an option for both yeah we just saw the upside of that now with breville mm-hmm. because i know 
at first people were uneasy about it, but now right. a few years in, it's like, Whoa, sick. turned yeah. out great. But yeah. it doesn't always yeah. turn out great. So yeah. yeah, yeah. a lot of the times when companies make changes like that, um, I, I don't know why this example pops into my mind, but I remember when you know Porsche dropped their first SUV and it was almost like they were trying to chase like the SUV clout. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, why does Porsche is a sports car? Like, who wants a Porsche SUV? I mean, now I'm kind of fine with it. Like, I probably, yeah. you know, snag a Cayenne or whatever at one point. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Mark is not. Mark loves Porsches, dude. Guys, I'm, I'm obsessed with <laughs> yeah. Porsches. That's my, that's my, yeah. that's my, that's me. When you see me driving a Porsche, I've sold out. <laughs> I've retired. I'm, not, I'm out of here. to Nestle. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> For yeah. for ninety thousand dollars, so I can go buy nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, I think a lot of the times when those big financial driven uh, moves happen, that's where my thought is like, uh, what are they like? What are they chasing? Like, mm-hmm. is this a good thing or a bad thing? And that at the end of the day is like my main concern. And then also being in coffee and seeing that like economically, like, that's not common to sell your company for nine hundred million dollars that's that's not a normal thing mm-hmm. but to even know that there's a possibility to grow a company to that is kind of inspiring there is sure. wealth and there is money in this industry from a good perspective like I, I, i'm not this diehard quote-unquote capitalist that just wants to make a ton of money in coffee money's not i do <laughs> no just just but, kidding just yeah kidding. but mo- money's fine but at the end of the day that's like oh <laughs> Uh, what I'm trying to say at the end of the day, the, the main thing is not just to grow a company to sell, which you and I have talked about that all the time. We've gotten, I mean, not to like hype ourselves up, but we've gotten a few offers to buy before. And we said no, because we are kind of in it because we enjoy doing this. And we really think that we can make an impact through mm-hmm. um, roasting coffee, serving coffee, brewing coffee through that. And that's, it's like, it's our community. It's our people kind of thing. 100%. So it's like money is definitely not a major incentive, but it is inspiring to think that, oh, there's like, we can make a living out of this. Yeah. I think especially, I think a lot of times you also hear these things in like the commodity markets, like Starbucks, um well not not entirely starbucks there's some probably specialty in starbucks but i mean more like you hear it in other like sides of the industry Mm -hmm. um and you don't often see specialty cafe specialty roasters blow up insanely yeah and then exit and sell um you know if i were to say like hey think of like the biggest tastiest specialty coffee companies out there there's probably like two three names that come to mind yeah that's it onyx is probably one of them yeah um i don't know most of them are not massive are not big yeah they're they're not just like they're still considered small businesses yeah they're so so that's the that's the cool aspect is that i would love to see actually more specialty coffee companies grow to a good size and then and then sell um yeah but yeah i don't know would you would you would you sell <laughs> talking about mirror yeah i like mean say, like say this is uh 2038 and yeah. 
you just got it, you know, you're drinking your Geisha Best of Panama number one, 97.3 score. And, you know, somebody brings out a phone to you and is like, hey, somebody's calling on the home phone because you have one of those. And uh, they're like, hey, we want to buy a mirror for, you know, a few, a few mils. Yeah. Do you, do you sell? <clears throat> I probably wouldn't sell all of my shares. I'd still want a little bit of stake in the company, especially if it's successful. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I want I wouldn't mind selling from the perspective that I'm naturally a entrepreneur and visionary. So I'll go start another thing. You know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me because like I, I would, but I also don't, wouldn't want to completely sell every single share. Mm-hmm. That that's the tension. Like I want to still have a say in the company. I want to still have a role in the company, but I don't know if I just want to like just completely let everything go. That's the hard yeah. part. I think the 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 question of scaling or not. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's very different for everybody. Yeah. And I don't think the right answer is always to how can we get as big as we can and sell out for as much money as we right. can. I don't think that's the goal. Yeah. And I think we, I mean, we've talked about this many times on the podcast is that, that the self-awareness aspect mm-hmm. of like, some people are very happy running their hole in the wall cafe and yeah. having two or three cafes right. is, that's not at all what they want. Yeah. Some people don't even want to roast. Like yeah. they just want to be the multi-roaster that just brings in world-class coffees that they can serve and, right. and, you know, and it's, and, yeah. and it's fine. Yeah. And so I think that's where it's like, you shouldn't, that shouldn't be necessarily the goal for everybody. Yeah. And if you're okay with where you're at doing what you're doing, th- there's no, there's no point of rushing anywhere, right. you know? So because yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, hopefully also it's uh, money does play a role, but hopefully that's not your deciding factor on right. literally everything. everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that because the impact that we want to make through mirror or even just through our operation, through how we mm-hmm. source coffee, how we treat like all of that, like you, you do that not because you own mirror, but you do that because of who you are. Yeah. 100%. So the impact doesn't change. It's just like, what do you, what do you want to do? You want to do this through coffee. You want to do yeah. this through like wine. You want to do this. Well, what do you want to do this uh, through? So that, that's the bigger question. So it's not necessarily, like selling is like game over, like or selling is like you've yeah. achieved it. It's like, well, yeah, if if I sold part of Mir, like, okay, what am I going to do with that money, and how am I going to continue creating impact? Mm-hmm. And maybe there's like new ideas coming into that. And then again, we're talking about hypothetical. So let's say, I don't know, I won barista championships yeah. and this yeah. company, you know, blew up then my impact also has changed at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll always be known as the founder of Mir and that has an impact mm-hmm. and that has a say, but that doesn't also mean that my only impact is because Mir and Sergi are attached. You 100%. know, so that that's what it comes down to me. It's like, yeah, the financial aspect, I get it, but there's more to it. There's definitely that figuring out your, you know, your why behind running a business why do you even get up in the morning why do you deal with all the you know all the mess that comes with being a business owner which is not easy it's not for everyone but yeah why do you why do you even do this and 
yeah i i don't think it's also necessarily bad to just do it for the money because at some point like yeah all of us show up to work (laughs) because we we get we get a paycheck yeah yeah, and we need to feed ourselves of course that shouldn't be the only driving factor but that's not too ignoring you know i think the the beautiful overlap of hey i get to make money but also i do it with something that i really like that i really enjoy Mm -hmm. that you know gives life to me it's you know it's it's a good place to be so um any final thoughts uh final thoughts is i don't know you got me right there i think i feel like that what i wrapped up with is really my final thought is like cool i don't necessarily i'm I'm not trying to tie either money or wealth to impact Mm -hmm. that i get to you know create and do in this world yeah and then like you said money money does help it it goes a long way yeah well there you have it folks thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of the coffee or storm sessions podcast would love to hear your thoughts down in the comments whether that's on youtube spotify and the Instagram DMs and the emails. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Other than that, uh, as we always say, remember, reflect what's good.